Today's episode of the podcast is made possible by our good friends over at Coast Brand Apparel. Whether you're looking for a new look to spice up your style or just want some casual fits with simple designs, Coast Brand Apparel is the spot for you. Coast Brand is not only comfortable to wear, but their website is also very easy and efficient to use. Just click the link in our show notes below to access their online store and get yourself some sweet products. You will not be disappointed. I'm Ethan Finn. And I'm Chase Sanchez. And welcome to The Think Tank. Welcome back to the Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. I'm your host, Chase. And today on the podcast, we have uh, one of our good friends, Dax Vanderwall, on the show. Dax, good to have yeah. you. Thank you for having me. I'm your host, Dax. I'm here. <laughs> your co-host. That's right. That's right. Um, so, Dax, uh, we actually have a few little opener questions for you. Um, Perfect. And, and then we'll we'll sort of jump right into the main topic okay. for today. Are these today. supposed to be like, these are supposed to be friendly? Light ones? Uh, well, yeah, I think I, I think they're supposed to be, but uh, okay, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they are pretty. They are like per, you know personal questions, so we'll see how how it goes. But uh, All right, we'll we get like super deep on this podcast. If you didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know. I'm ready though. All right, Chase, you want to start? Or you want me to start? Uh, I'll start. I'll start it off. Sounds good. So first one for mine is uh, if you could tell. Uh, everyone in the world something right now, what would it be? Like, it could be like, I'm like a quote, like a piece of advice, basically anything. <laughs> oh, geez. That's a great question. I tell people, uh, this is actually like one of my favorite questions to ask other people. This is good. I think that if I had like 60 seconds of news time, like on global news, mm-hmm. I'd say, um, man, I'd, I'd, I'd want to call people out. That'd be one thing, but that probably wouldn't be the most effective use of your time. <laughs> you just roast the world. That probably wouldn't help. I'd probably say, uh, ask yourself why you believe what you believe. Mm. That's probably what I would say. Okay. Kind of like a push to evaluate what the point of life is and why you're here. So kind of a yeah. big question that a lot of them would be like, nah, I'm good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's sort of thing. That's actually really good though, because you can really tell a lot about a person just by that one question, mm-hmm. you know. So that's yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so Dax, what is one of your biggest regrets in life? One of my biggest regrets. Um, regret, regret. Uh, I think that the biggest thing is probably uh, kind of throughout high school, kind of my battle, back and forth battle with uh, anxiety. Definitely. Kind of social anxiety. It's weird. Like looking back, I'm like, man, I spent so much time. Um, just kind of being scared to be myself and sure. even like tell jokes and just kind of like even in like in wearing certain things like so much time hmm. just being scared to be judged and whatnot. Yeah, and definitely. It's like, wow, I can't, I'm not going to be able to get that time back those years back in that way. But yeah. it's also kind of motivating. It's like, well, all right, for the rest of your life, uh, make sure that, that doesn't hold you back and it kind of, so it's motivating in that way. But yeah, that's probably my, probably my biggest regret. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, funniest moment. All time, <laughs> all time in the world, and the yeah that that just funniest like experience you know moment anything. I think um, <laughs> the biggest story that kind of comes to mind because this was like in the moment I was having yeah. much fun like I couldn't stop smiling like it was hilarious but yeah I, do you guys have a ROTC at your school? It's like like JR, JRO, ROTC and whatnot. It's like kind of like military like 
kitchen. Oh, oh okay, no, yeah. I see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my high school had like a whole wing devoted to that, like this whole mm-hmm. military branch. And you can go in there and it and like and there's this bell that they have. And apparently the bell signifies like when someone dies. So it's kind of this like respected oh, thing. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> but we were like my friends and I were walking around and just like kind of looking for trouble. And so I just ran in there while they were doing drills so they have their like plastic guns and whatnot do whatever and i just ran in there and rang the bell and did oh, no. and i heard immediately <laughs> someone immediately someone yelled what the f and my friend and i we get chased around the halls of our high school by J- by rotc that's so who funny aren't the most they're not the most athletic let's be real yeah we yeah were, so but we were having we we're just running around yeah it was, it oh, was that's hilarious. good that was like kind of out of it like a movie scene but <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny, actually. Yeah. Did you know that that, that that's what the bell is for? Or? I didn't know. I felt really bad when I found out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, oh I'm a horrible person, but, but it was hilarious. So, that's good. You should put like a sign next to the bell or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, at least let someone know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's a bell. A perfectly good bell. <laughs> um, yeah. And that takes me into my next question for you is that is uh, what is one thing that you wish you knew as a kid that you know today hmm. or even just, you know, younger it doesn't have to be like a kid. But... Yeah. In general. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, I think that one thing that I've been, I think was big for me this last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm 21. I feel like, wow, I'm an old man. That's insane. <laughs> That's, but I think one thing, that's kind of been super freeing the last couple of years is like so people telling me or helping me realize that I, it's okay to do something that's been done before. Definitely. You can do it in a different way. Mm. Like I always felt like I had to, so in, in whatever it was, whatever I was like working on, if, even if that was like homework or something in ministry or even like a YouTube video, like feeling like I, I have to do it in the way that other people expect me to or something. Um, but yeah, kind of learning, like it's okay to, stretch out and do it in a unique way there's so many times where i'm like i haven't seen anyone do it this way before but that's okay that's like there's no rules or limits that says you can't do it that way exactly Um, that kind of thing so that's influenced like so many aspects of my life being able to just kind of freely enjoy that for sure but yeah that's awesome um yeah so that's those are our uh you know, lighthearted icebreaker questions for you yeah yeah keeping it simple um so yeah exactly right uh, um so dax why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself sort of who you are where you're at right now in life um yeah yeah so i like uh i like long walks on the beach uh preferably costa rican beaches if there's a beach option um other than that that's honestly that's like that's the biggest thing is like i want to retire in costa rica that's awesome uh, okay that's 40 years down the road so i'll bring it back to where i'm at right now Mm-hmm. I thrive school over at Bayside Church. It's a college internship program, and I'm also in college. I have like a year left, uh, and then I graduate, and then get sent out into the real world. Um, so yeah, other than that, I love uh, love working in ministry. I love school, kinda. That that last one might have been high. But, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome though. Um, what has been sort of like the most, um, I guess influential or like most important aspect of doing thrive school for you i think that i think the biggest thing was um so being a christian growing up in church i think thrive school was the biggest 
was a big like step of like, hey, like if you want to be a Christian, if you're going to accept the Christian worldview, then this is what it's going to be like. Like step into it, at least, you know, like mm-hmm. at least own it and make, you know, accept it as real and not really tiptoeing like one foot in, one foot out kind of right. thing. Just believing what your parents want you to believe or what you grew up in. Yeah. So it was a big reality check of like, hey, this is like, this is what it says. This is what Christians believe. And like, do you believe this or not? Like, let's make a decision. Is it true or not? That sort of thing. Definitely. Um, And so from that, I think the biggest thing that kind of influenced me was, yeah, like, what do I want to base my life on? What do I want to be known for? Am I going to, what am I going to look at the end of my life, look back and and be proud of or, um, or not? So, yeah, kind of a deep answer, but that's, that's awesome. That was yeah. great. Um, YouTube channel too. Like, the point out is I've really experienced like the channels has really gotten some like good growth on it too. Mm-hmm. Like I remember after your first videos, you had like think um, like around a hundred subscribers, and now like I just watched like some of your newest ones. That's pretty crazy, honestly. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been exciting. It's been like eight months now or something. Yeah, yeah. It's hard because like social media in general, every platform it feels so mundane. It feels like so slow growth. Unless you just like post something and it blows up like immediately or something like that. Right. Um, But yeah, so the YouTube channel is kind of like I was like I love I love learning about the Christian worldview. I love philosophy, which deals with truth in general. And so I'm like, I would love to have a place every week where I can just share my thoughts and kind of teach in a way. Because first of all, I love communicating. I love preaching. But also mm-hmm. I want to actually learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so every week, like preparing material and being able to communicate it and make a YouTube video on it is a great way to really learn it and then also tell others about it. Um, so, yeah, I was, hope- I was hoping to be at a thousand by by December. So we're hoping next three weeks. We'll see. Oh, you'll, for sure yeah, you'll definitely get there. The biggest thing about YouTube, I, I think we talked about this on an earlier podcast, is like consistency, and that's exactly what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna gain following and everything. And honestly, like I really enjoy the content too. And it's and good. anyone I've showed has said the exact same. So like that's really mm-hmm. that's the most you could do, and like, that's what you're doing. So. Man. Well, thank you for watching, man. You're making me watch. Of course, <laughs> dude. I mean, your stuff is like really insightful. I've sent it to people, um, even within our own like small group. Like we've, I've sent videos and just been like, you got to check this out. Like this, this is good stuff. Um, and what what I really respect about it is that is you just tell it like it is. You know, you're not going to sugarcoat it. You're not going to, you know, mm-hmm. make it something it's not. It's this is the truth. This is what the Bible says, and therefore, you know, that's all I need. That it doesn't matter. Like your opinion about it doesn't matter, you know, sort of how you want to perceive it. This is the truth. And so that's like really cool to see. Cause you don't see that, you know, too often nowadays, which Dang. you know, is unfortunate, but yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, with your videos too, it's like weird because after like every video, I almost like opened my mind up to something like I never even thought about before. I'm just like, always like, what the heck? Like that is like so true. And it's like so obvious, but like, yet we don't even think about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That so, I saw it was like you're on your 52 week journey, right? So does that yeah. mean you're gonna stop after the 52 weeks, or, or what's going on there? Because I'm like, I was gonna message you. I'm like, bro, you better not stop. What's that? <laughs> you gotta be, keep going. That's funny you say that. I was I was actually thinking about that because there was, I forgot what it was called, but there was a YouTube channel that did that. They were like, it, they basically posted for a year and then they deleted all the videos. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know that, but uh huh. 
Yeah, but crazy. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, what? That'd be kind of a weird, but kind of like I, I like building something, and so I want to keep with it. But there will definitely be like a shift. There'll be. Yeah, I love the the content right now. Is like I want to be genuine to what I'm learning. Like yeah. Legit, what, whatever I'm learning in the week, I'm just gonna be real about it and be honest and, and share it. But then I have like other ideas of like, oh man, after 52 weeks, then I get to I want to explore some other kinds of content and make some other videos and whatnot. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep uh, making some stuff. But. Yeah, that's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Ethan. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, like, what was sort of your inspiration for starting this this uh, 52 week journey? So, it's interesting. So I feel like my journey with with YouTube, and like I'd always call myself like a dreamer. Like I've always had the mindset of like life is so short you might as well just go after whatever it is 100 like, percent, yeah whatever it is yeah like even you guys starting this podcast like i love it so like my senior year i uh, i made some youtube videos and i had this i'm like i really want to do this i think i could just make christian content on youtube and love that but it went back to the thing i mentioned earlier of like one of the biggest regrets of just caring so much about what other people think and and so like i put i made some videos and they did well but I didn't tell anyone about it. Like I hid it from everyone, even my girlfriend of like two years at the time. I didn't tell her because I'm like, I just I feel like an idiot. I feel like I look stupid. I don't think the yeah. is good. Um, and so eventually, I think that kind of got to me where I'm like, you know, I'm just not like smart enough right now. I'm not good enough. So I just kind of stopped. But still in my mind, the last three years, I was like, that's still the thing that I I want to build and, and pursue, and I want part of my life. So finally, it got to a point this last year where I'm like, I'm, I'm equipped. Like I've been communicating for a couple of years now i've been in school for a couple of years i've learned so much like i am ready the excuses kind of need to stop and then i had a leader in my life she's, she's the leader of thrive school her name dina davidson and she was like dax i'm tired of i'm tired of asking you what you want to do and you saying something like youtube you just need to go do it like mm. just go start it so that was a good mm-hmm. question as well yeah for sure yeah that's super cool i think we all sort of like get like that when we're starting something new is we're just sort of worried about the mm-hmm the adversary and the, you know, cause you're going to be met with people who disagree, especially with Absolutely. the content you're making. Cause you know, yeah. YouTube is not a uh, oh, very, oh very God, religious dude. place, you know, to say the least. Oh, that is another thing I'll talk about, bro. The comments on your videos, bro. Oh my God. I sent even some of these, dude. These people using all these, you know, these words, you know, they Google to try to sound smart and everything. Absolutely. And I, dude, I was like reading them and it was like so hard not to like get mad. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not I'm just yeah. reading these, and I like get so frustrated. Well, what's what's so, interesting to me is is how they start out very like on the offensive, you know, definitely. like they're it's not it's not like a hey, you know, let's talk about this, because yeah, that's yeah. that's the approach that you always have, which is hey, you know, I want to have a conversation, but you're throwing out accusations, and we can't really get anywhere <laughs> if that's what you're yeah, doing. Totally. And so I I don't know I think another you know mad respect to you for that like just being able to keep your cool in those kind of situations because. Uh, you know, people are, are they're, they're nasty, even around the holidays. <laughs> I know, guys, it's Christmas. Freaking calm down. Exactly. No, that's hilarious. I appreciate the affirmation for that. I definitely, there's definitely times, especially when it's like, it'll be like 11 o'clock and I'll just like, yeah, yeah. Comment and I'm like, bro, I'm going to destroy. And then the next morning, I'm like, all right, I'm going to delete that one. I don't want <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. Exactly. Like what you mentioned, like people kind of, just come in. They just accuse you of a million things. Right. And it's like people these days, they don't know how to do this. They don't know how to just sit down and just ask someone what they believe. It's just like, you just kind of hop in and you're like, exactly. Yeah. You're stupid for this reason. You believe this, you believe. And I'm just like, 
bro, you haven't even asked me what I believe. What are you? Yeah, right. exactly. Big question. And we yeah. talk. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that'd be There's one thing that'd one. get to me so quickly, dude. Yeah. I was, was going to text you, bro. Like, how the heck do you do it? Like, just keep pushing, bro. Because I, I couldn't do that. I mean, I think I think it's sort of, you know, if he if, if Dax were to not, you know, come at it with, you know, respect and, and kindness and love, then it's going to just reflect bad on the whole, you know, yeah. all of yeah, Christianity. Because then it's like, well, you're not yeah. really practicing what you preach. So, you know. Definitely. That gets me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you do want to, you know, go into ministry and like be a pastor. Is that right? I would say so. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the short answer is yes in some way. For sure. So you, you kind of like, you know, using Thrive School and stuff, you hope to, you know, eventually get to at least some sort of like pastoral level. Um, how, how do you like, do you have like a, like a plan of how that's going to go or do you just, you just going to jump right in after you graduate? Hmm. I think the, honestly, I think the biggest thing, well, first of all, like I love working with college students. I think that's my main going to be something that I do for a while. So even if I pastor, like if that could be just be a college ministry Mm -hmm. or that, like, I just love what, what the age does to you. Like you go off on a college, you're in this big adventure. And Mm -hmm. on top of that, you're asking a million questions and that's my favorite part. I love to just like sit down and just ask questions and just answer questions. For sure. Um, as far as like pastoring, I, I think I want to probably take it a couple more years. Like I do want to get a master's. And as far as like pastoring, it's just something helpful if you go to seminary um, to really. So it's a lot of education. But at the same yeah. time, I love with the YouTube, I could just be building that with that time. Which Yeah, works. I was going to say, have you ever thought about combining like that with YouTube? Like you could use YouTube as a platform for that. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, that would be awesome. That'd be like my dream. Like people ask, like, what would your dream job be? It'd mm-hmm. probably be like being able to just like have a YouTube influence, like platform, and then also, yeah, just be able to speak about basically what I'm making YouTube YouTube videos about. So that that would be like the ultimate dream of like, yeah, traveling, speaking, having my college ministry, and then and then YouTube as well. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. For sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so you're actually your most recent video, or not most recent, the one, the one you posted about the um, sort of like lukewarm Christian churches and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, th- that was by far my favorite video that you've done. <laughs> um, I, I thought that was just so good, so powerful. It really spoke to sort of what I've seen in in, in recent, uh, you know, recent months and stuff from uh-huh. different churches. Um, and I was wondering if you could just sort of expand a little bit on that, just sort of like mm-hmm. um, what you think about, you know those type of churches. I know you mentioned it in the video, of course, but, um, to sort of like the people, um, the listeners of our podcast, how, how, you know, that's sort of shaping the culture, especially in America for the worse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on it as well. I, uh, actually, I didn't know how I felt posting it because yeah. So if you, if you didn't see the video, um, basically I talked about, and it's interesting cause like if you're a Christian and, or if you're non-Christian, I think it, I think it'd be interesting. Uh, but, Basically, I, I kind of talked about how I feel like the church sometimes kind of come across like really fake. I guess that's some agreement. Um, yeah. I, almost, I, I don't know if that's some churches. I'm just going to put that out there. I, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. a little more than just some, know. but yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> um, 
I watched the movie. Gosh, I actually don't know what it's called. You guys might have seen it though. I think it's 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 a movie about this girl. She goes to a Christian camp, like a summer camp, and it's like it's so funny because it actually it makes fun of the church in a bunch of different ways. And I, I can definitely like handle jokes. Like I yeah. thought it was I thought it was hilarious, but then I got to a point where I'm like, it's it's actually so funny because it's so true. Like with yeah. all the yeah. fake aspects and, and whatnot. And part of it is like, and it's something that kind of hurt me is like, man, I feel like sometimes is so extensive. Like, do we, is this even real? So it makes me question if Christianity is even true yeah. by the way that some people act as if it's fake, if they're acting fake. Um, and that's actually kind of what shaped the vision of the channel. Those thoughts of like, now my kind of tagline is real Christian content. Cause I'm like, I just want to make, I just, I want unfiltered. I just want to say the truth and say something real. And mm -hmm. I don't care too much about how it lands. It's like, I'm just going to say it and, you know, let's wrestle with it. Um, yeah. So that was kind of like a just call of like, Hey, let's be real. Let's take this thing seriously. Like let's have a deep conversation or not instead of pitter pattering around and just kind of walking on the surface in ways. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But yes. What, what did you guys, did you guys chase? Did you watch it? Or did you just yeah, I thought this? I like again. It really opened my mind, and I'm just like, yeah, that's so true. One thing that I thought too is like, it's all for good intentions, you know. Mm -hmm. With, but that that's just not how you're supposed. That's not how you're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. Was kind of what like what I thought about it too. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I I honestly I felt the same way. I I also thought it was um, I thought it spoke just you know to a few churches that you hear about like. I don't, I'm not going to drop any names, of course, but like, you know, mm -hmm. certain churches that have come out to be sort of, um, uh, how do I phrase this? I guess like, <laughs> uh, you know, Take your time. Take your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not necessarily, uh, the whole truth kind of, kind of churches. Um, yeah, yeah. and, and I feel like that, that is, uh, you know, dangerous, right? Cause you're, you're leading people astray, whether you're doing it, like Chase said, you know, with good intentions or not, you know, you're still, you as a church are still taking your body down, um, mm -hmm. you know, a path that's not biblical. And so I think, you know, yeah. just a lot of the points that you had hit in there, especially when you were sort of doing the, the, uh, surface level, uh, preacher trope when you were you know, doing that, <laughs> yeah, that. I was, was just that like, was, that was so funny. I, I was like, that I can was, name like, you so many pastors that do this and nailed it. I was <laughs> like, that is so perfectly like, yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. yeah, you know, and then I feel like sometimes the bigger the church gets, the more they'll get like that because, um, with the, you know, with the bigger the church is, the more, um, the more you have like, uh, you know, differing viewpoints or sort of a, it, it, the teaching becomes more broad as opposed to, um, in depth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. and you know, just, just sort of what I've noticed, not necessarily all the time, of course, but, um, mm. I, I feel like sometimes there's, uh, there's a little bit of a, a disconnect from, from the, the, the hard truths of the Bible in favor of popular opinion or, um, keeping, keeping, uh, the body of your church, you know, there, cause you don't want people to leave, but at the same time, you know, you're trying mm -hmm. to walk this line of, do I teach everything or do I just tell them what they want to hear? Um, yeah, so definitely. Yeah. And I definitely think there's a, there's kind of a, like your guys's gener. I mean, are we the same generation? I feel like we are. Um, um, I think I it guess, changes after it's like, I thought it was like 1999 and I'm not sure. I'm, I'm 99. So I might be right on the, okay. The, yeah. We, we might be the same. Yeah. Now. Whatever, whatever the young people are these days. Yeah. Us. Um, yeah, I feel like we, because 
especially with social media and, and Hollywood and whatnot, there's so many stories. There's so much media and even like fake news. Like we don't even know yeah. what news sources to listen to. There's so much fake news. Yeah, exactly. It's like we just want something real. Like let's just – That's I think that's what young people are, are wanting more. Definitely. And it, we're so good at – we've seen so much acting and so much media and so much – so many movies. We know what acting looks like. Like we know it like – so I don't know. I feel like as the younger people, we kind of see um, – we kind of have an eye for it, I think. Of we can mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, for sure. Sense, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but, and there, yeah, man. Since yeah. since when did Juice World become more <laughs> real to these young kids, huh? Dude, I love Juice World. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, it's 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 a sad truth, but it's like, I mean, you know, if you don't if you don't laugh, you'll cry. You know, it's one of the, it's like uh, there's so many different, um, you know secular people and stuff that that you're right you know they they do they tend to be more real and you know truthful than the church and that's why you have young people that leave is because they don't they don't want the you know the feel good oh all you got to do is trust god and all your problems will disappear type of thing you know because <laughs> yeah. they get out in the real world and then that's not the case it's not just oh i prayed so yeah. you know why is why is my life still hard like why why mm-hmm. is you know this why is temptation not removed from my life um and it's because they're not getting they're not getting the teaching they need and not, you know, necessarily to put that all in the church because your relationship with God should be your own. But, um, you know, you do want a church that's going to be teaching you, you know, the hard stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, video. definitely. For sure. Uh, so Dax, um, how have you found sort of, uh, if you have at all sort of found your, your walk with God to be, um, strained during this you know time of covid not being able to go to church and sort of live Mm. life as normal have uh have you found any like struggle with that at all i think the biggest thing the the hardest thing right now is definitely been relationships and so the first uh, like to be completely honest like quarantine obviously very rough hard Mm -hmm. But like the first four months, I was living life. Like I had. Yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was we were having a blast, and I was trapped in a house with like four of my best friends. We were living together, mm-hmm. and so we were literally just just messing around every single day, doing whatever we wanted. And we were all in, like in school, like that was basically it. And so, and I literally had my roommate was my best friend, and he just moved out recently. Um, so that was great. But then, then they all moved out in the last like four or five months, and so then I was pretty much the only one here. In, in living in this house that I like, I'm like kind of the only older guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So after that, then it was just like the hardest part and still is like just relationships and just not being lonely. Like, like I need to get my butt out and go, I'm like, I'm an introvert and I could, I could make weeks and I could just hide up in my room and just do nothing <laughs> forever. You just so, make YouTube videos. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so much I'm doing. For sure. Yeah, but it's hard because it's like when you isolate with yourself and your own ideas, it can also kind of drive you crazy because then you're just like, you can just go down these rabbit holes of just thought. Yeah. And then, but it's good when you have other people there to have a conversation with because then you can actually have a dialogue. Right. And so that's helped with, yeah, and like yeah. God designed us. First of all, God in his nature is relational. He is triune within the Trinity. Like, so he, he is relationship in a sense and he made us in his image. And so we need to be, we're, we're wired for a relationship. We need people in our life. We need, um, we need conversation. We need support. And so I think I can easily, especially in quarantine, fall into the trap of like, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. I'm an adult. I'm just going to grind and find my way. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I look around and I'm like, oh, dang, I, 
I need some, I need to talk to someone. I'm kind of like, mm -hmm. I'm lonely right now. I'm grinding, but like also like, yeah, what's going on. And especially like also a part of adulthood, you just kind of, you get to see people a little bit less. Definitely. And so that's been, yeah, it's been a challenge. But yeah, I think that's sort of probably been like the biggest challenge, you know, across the board maybe is just the, you know, humans need that, that, that community, that interaction and not being able to have that has been, I mean, it, it's taken its toll, you know, suicide rates are up and stuff. Um, yeah. it's, it's no joke. And so, yeah, I think, I think we're all feeling a little bit of that. Um, yeah, but yeah, sad. definitely. Yeah. Really sad. Yeah. What are you doing to help you get through these times too? Cause you just said how, how hard it was. So like, what are some things you're doing? Mm -hmm. So I've been, first of all, I've been uh, more spontaneous even these last couple weeks. Like, Yesterday, I went on a random road trip with a friend because he's like, I need to go to I need to go to Stockton to pick something up. And I was like, I'll come with. And so not everyone kind of has that freedom. But mm -hmm. yeah, so basically with the day, I was like, well, I don't know what I was doing today. But now, sure, let's just do a little road trip somewhere. And then today, same thing. There's a I know a guy who uh, lives in like a couple cities away. So I just got a couple other friends and we just drove over, drove over there, uh, hung out for a little bit and then came back. And so that's that's been good, but also even just like random FaceTimes with people, like mm. every couple nights. Um, I think part of it too is like you need to know yourself when when that time hits. So like for me, um, I feel like later at night is when I feel more lonely or more in my head. Mm -hmm. And so, kind of making a point of like, all right, so let me look at the times when I'm feeling this way, or when I'm, yeah, and what what the factors are, indicators are. And trying to kind of plan around those, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's the flip side of it, right? Is it's like you also can find yourself maybe having more time to talk to people than you did before, um, which is super cool. That's awesome that you you taking those road trips and stuff. Um, you know, anything you can do to keep your sanity, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what are also some benefits too? Because I know. COVID has definitely benefited me in some ways too. So like, what about you? Mm -hmm. What are some benefits that it's had? Like maybe time to focus on other things that you kind of put off. Yeah. I think honestly, the biggest thing is probably YouTube. That's like, I, I honestly, I've, I've had a bunch of time, like probably I'll probably never have this much time again, unless I'm doing YouTube full time. Mm -hmm. Like I basically just, cause I still, I'm going to school and I'm working, but still the amount of time that I just kind of have to, that I have extra to be able to just grind on other stuff mm -hmm. is really, really cool. And also that's kind of one of the things, like, honestly, man, I think quarantine has been an amazing opportunity for people to pursue. And yeah, kind of back to like you guys with this, with this podcast, I feel like people are going to look back at this quarantine time. And I think a lot really unique opportunity to pursue something or to start something that maybe you wouldn't normally have time to start mm -hmm. but so that's that's one of the biggest benefits i think yeah definitely i mean and then it, go, it all goes back to you know young people trying to find truth you know you're gonna start you know starting your own things like podcasts and youtube channels because um if, once you discover that truth you know you want to share that with other people and what better time to do it than right now mm -hmm. so i completely agree one thing that's kind of cool though too is this whole thing is like pretty much documented by social media because like that's never happened before. Yeah. So like, so like, and then 
next anyone can look back at mm-hmm. pretty much exactly from social media lives. Like that's kind of crazy thing about too. For sure. That that's cool. I was telling someone too. I'm like, yeah, this is this is one of those things that it's gonna be in the history books. But then thinking about it, like probably not even history book. It's just gonna be like a montage of yeah. social media TikToks and whatnot. <laughs> like twenty years down the road, they're gonna be in class just watching TikToks of our generation, just, just like living it up during quarantine. Like, right. Yeah. So random. <laughs> but for sure. Um, how do you view like um, sort of you know, your presence on YouTube and like, have you been able to see like an impact, you know, on there that you've made or has it sort of like all been on like through Instagram or, or something? Like, have you been able to actually see like, you know, not that you have like all of the numbers or anything, but, you know, be able to see like that you've, you know, helped someone uh-huh. like you, someone's video, like your videos have changed someone's life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is, that's super hard. I think that's the hardest part about social media is like, First of all, obviously, it's it's it seems like you post something and it's hard to know the actual person. But especially when when someone just says a comment, it's hard to see. Yeah, like I wish I knew them. The right. Yeah, that's it, true. I could accept that comment more. But yeah, honestly, there's like quite a bit. First of all, a lot of people hit me up on Instagram, um, just DM me and just tell me they like my videos in one way or another, uh-huh. and that means the world to me. That like probably the best kind of fuel that you can have is. Mm-hmm. Like the point to the videos is like I want it to be helpful. It's something that's helped me, and I know that it's powerful. And so when someone else affirms that and says it touched them in some way or changed their perspective in some way, I'm like, okay, all right, sounds good. I'll keep making them. And I, and I always tell them that I'm like, literally, thank you for saying this because you are you're 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 pushing me to keep making more. Definitely. Um, I think the the biggest thing too is I think as far as like there's a lot of Christians who. Um, who say that it helps them. But I think my favorite part is when someone isn't a Christian. So when someone's a skeptic or doesn't believe in God and they say like, Oh, really interesting point. I'd love to have a conversation with you about something. Yeah. That really gets me excited. That's like, Oh heck yeah, let's go. Like, I want to, I want to talk about that. So when when I attract that kind of person, that's when it's the most fulfilling and, and there are a decent amount of those comments and whatnot. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that. That's like super cool. You know, when you see someone, you know, maybe they stumbled across your video by happenstance or whatever. And then, it, yeah. you know, had a, it made a difference in their life, even if it was a minute difference, you know. Yeah. Um, and then in the next cool. comment, someone says I'm an idiot. And then it's like, oh, but then up again <laughs> and then down. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. right. <laughs> have you ever read a book in your entire life bro yeah, yeah i feel like you know those those kind of comments though are, are just baseless you know because then it's just like i mean you don't know me you know what are you saying like this just makes yeah, you like, okay. look look dumb because <laughs> you're just saying stuff and you don't know what you're talking about but yeah i i don't know i i don't know how i'd be able to do it just you know constantly getting you know sort of all these different yeah, hammered and barraged by all these people <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta make you gotta you gotta find it funny. Like, like it's true, yeah. Laughing about it is like the best. Is the funny. Yeah, let's not take it too seriously. Yeah, it's funny though. Yesterday, actually, this was two nights ago. I, I was in such a habit of, like, I guess, I guess, kind of debating people. That's what <laughs> he left a comment, and apparently he didn't mean for it to be that mean, but it came, it came across kind of mean to me, and so I said something pretty harsh back, and then he was like, "Yeah," he was like, "Oh, sorry, bro. I don't like. I didn't mean for that to come across in any sort of way." And then immediately I'm like, oh, okay, sorry, man. I'm used to talking to, you know, militant people that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah, so 
for so, sure. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of on your radar now. You know, everyone. Yeah. You sort of like, got that idea in the back of your head that you know maybe this person's kind of trying to attack mm-hmm. me, even if they aren't. Well, it happens too, where I see that it starts off nice. I'm like, okay, it's, it's, like you said, this person who's like they want a real conversation, and then then the last few comments is, dude, you've never, you don't know anything, bro. Like, like after like three huge like paragraphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I'm like, let's meet up, let's swim. Yeah. There's the one person in particular I know that's that's usually commenting on there. Usually gets pretty heated. Um, and and I always bro. wonder like why they come back, you know? Because like if you're really yeah. this angry, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, why, why are you still here at the, at that point? You know, you just have to ask yourself, like, are they only here just to mm-hmm. prove me wrong? Like, is that the only reason yeah. that they want to watch my videos? Definitely. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. You can, you, you can just leave. You don't have to click on. <laughs> exactly. Click on video. Yeah. yeah. But there, there were two British dudes <laughs> that would just jump me in my video for like the first couple months. Cause I was just making videos more about like the existence of God. And so there's, that just, ain't true, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they would they would just hop in and just jump me, and I I knew one of them's name was Briley, like nine oh nine or something like that, and so I hated those guys, and so I literally stopped making content like that, and they went away. So I was like, <laughs> deuces, hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Hey, really? At the end of the day, they're just they're just promoting your channel, bro, by commenting on it. It's getting you. Oh uh, yeah. On other people's recommended stuff. So. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, that is. I look at a video. I'm like, oh, 100 comments. Oh, yeah, exactly. This one's flopping off. (laughs) I do that. I do that every time. Every time you upload a video and I watch it, I make sure I like look through the comments and be like, who's in here? You know, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) for sure. Um, so your recent your recent video about sort of like denominations, um, in the Christian the Christian church, I found that one pretty interesting because uh. You know, I don't know. I, I guess you, you know that there are denominations, but I guess you don't really think mm-hmm. about it too much. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, when you when you brought up, you know, that point about how it's it's just sort of it, it can come across as like a, you know, this denomination versus this denomination. I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess that really makes sense, you know. Um, yeah. And, and I, I just wondered your thoughts on sort of like, do we even need denominations at all? Like in, in your mm-hmm. I can't remember now. I apologize. I can't remember if you addressed this in the video, but sort of, mm-hmm. do you think we'd be better off if we didn't have any like sort of denominations? Mm-hmm. If it was just you know strictly non-denominational like, <laughs> Bible teaching. That's a great question. I, so, I think the hardest part about ideas like that, like let's say I did, I was like, let's just throw denominations out the door. Let's not care about it at all. Yeah. Um, because then at that point, it's like what you're doing is you're going against all of church tradition and like 2,000 years of church history. Uh, and people true, yeah. get super, super offended by that. Like, like, like don't even get in that territory kind of thing. Yeah, okay. that's true. Um, and so and there's also like good reason for that. Like obviously the earliest church father, fathers and stuff, they were the closest to Jesus and the early apostles. And so decisions that they made are really significant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, so I, I do think that there should be denominations. I just don't think we should put so much weight into calling ourselves by something. And so, and so, yeah, that was kind of the, I guess, the main point of the video. I'm like, I'm just not going to call myself a certain denomination because I do think, yeah, it just naturally puts barriers in between us, and uh, and we do that like in in every area of life. It's right. like we categorize so much. Like, oh, you hang out with that group you're with those people, you're in that family, you're from that school. And it's just, it's just, literally, it's just putting barriers. Here's another barrier, another barrier, another don't have in common. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I think it's just kind of like, let's look at what we do have in common. And then we can talk about our disagreements, like 
like adults. Mm-hmm. But totally, I saw yeah. what I kind of learned from it is like we can't let these, you know, like kind of separate us because mm-hmm. we should be really coming together at the end of the day. But we're using it as like something, like you said, to separate and put a barrier between us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know that's that's sort of really. Um, what I was trying to get at, not that we shouldn't have them at all or that we should like enforce it or anything like that, but just like, do you, I guess sort of, I should rephrase it to, um, you know, do, do you think, I guess, you know, are they so toxic, I guess is the word, um, that mm. they become more ineffective than effective. Mm. I think it's hard to blanket like, these are completely damaging everything. Let's get rid of them. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I would say, yeah, I think from my perspective, and I obviously I'm a very young pastor without a degree or anything saying this. So uh-huh. I, I feel like I can imagine some like 60 year old Bible teacher shaking his head. Like this, <laughs> this little kid Dax does nothing. Um, Don't read at all. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't <laughs> read a book. book. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's also commenting on every one of my videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably that on nine. But um, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> shout out. But yeah, I would say that I think they. I don't think that I don't see how they're helpful. I would say I don't. I think they're not as helpful as um, as just not having. What. even like leaders and stuff like why do we do ha- why we do have them and why does it matter if i disagree barely on the one one interpretation on this one verse unless it's like you you're obviously another religion that's that's not let's let's not people who believe in god together that's very that you got islam christian uh, uh, even like mormons shout out to all the mormons out there uh, but mormons which are under the blanket of christian Right. They do very different things. So exactly. Right. At that right. point, we, we need some divisions for sure. We need doctrine. I right. agree. Yeah. And that's like the whole yeah. thing with like, even, you know, not to sort of get too controversial here, but even with like Catholicism and like, you know, different, uh, I guess, sub-religions that are under this umbrella, um, yeah. they really are very different, you know, and they, they really do believe different things. And so I feel like, yeah, in that, in that regard, there probably needs to be sort of like a, there needs to be yeah. some like discrimination, like, hey, you know, we know we don't believe that, so like, don't like associate yourselves with us, kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is? Oh, go ahead, Chase. No, I wasn't saying anything. You go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, where where do you see yourself, sort of like, after, you know, all this COVID stuff is over, like, mm. like picking up? Do you just gonna pick up right where you left off, or like? Do you see maybe like how maybe you'll have like a different sort of um, path than you originally thought before all this? Because obviously, you know, the world's going to be different, but yeah, um, hopefully not too different, but hopefully not. My goodness. Right. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That's a great question. I feel like there has been a lot of like trajectory changing moments throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the biggest thing is honestly, I think I've kind of been reminded how how big the world is throughout this time of, of quarantine and COVID and like even I watch so many YouTube videos. I, I love YouTube. And so I just watched mm-hmm. so many different, like so many different bloggers and lifestyles and even college opportunities. And so I think one thing is I think this next year, if obviously if, yeah, if COVID lets up a little bit, I, I probably want to move somewhere else and live somewhere else for a little bit. 
Mm. Like even if that is out of the country or if that's just going down, living in the LA area, like living near a beach somewhere. Um, I think so as far as the direction, I'm like, yeah, I love ministry, love YouTube, but then also I can do those things anywhere. So right. it's like, man, totally. it's so big. Let me, let me go somewhere else for a little bit. So exactly. I've been thinking about, yeah, those kind of opportunities. For sure. Um, I got sort of a big question here for you. Have you ever thought about like starting your own church? A church uh, on YouTube? <laughs> YouTube church? YouTube. YouTube church? Um, I, so I've, the thoughts crossed my mind and then I've, I've thrown it out the window into a, into the, into the garbage. But that, that's like terrifying to me. Um, I don't know. So that's, I, I don't know if I'd ever want to be like a head pastor I don't know if I'd want all those responsibilities, which sounds super lazy, but I'd rather be more to be able to make videos and communicate, um, but not necessarily be the head. Yeah. Like the head spokesperson. Sure. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. So I'd, I'd see myself in more of like an assistant role or if that's like just running a college ministry, but I actually don't see myself launching, uh, my own church. Um, but who knows, you know? 10 yeah. years from now, 15 years from now. That'd be interesting. It would be. You guys should sure. volunteer as ushers if you have time. I would. I would I'd be there. Thank you. I'll sign you up. I it. <laughs> I got you, I'll, be your, I'll be your first volunteer. <laughs> Perfect. Chase, Chase will be a youth pastor. There you go. <laughs> we'll get Billy as our worship leader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's like, there's just so much responsibility there, especially now with maybe I'm, maybe I was just naive to it, you know, when I was younger, but sort of like seeing that there is like this attack on Christianity in the world. Um, it seems like to me, it's more prevalent now than, than it has been in recent times. But, um, again, you know, maybe it's just cause I was naive to it before, but I feel like that's like, that's, you know, that's a lot of pressure for, for pastors. And so like to be a head well, pastor is like a huge calling. Did you guys see recently the head pastor who kind of had a, had a downfall? I, so did you make a YouTube video about it? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, forgot I saw I saw the title I and yeah. I haven't watched that video yet, but I, I saw the title. It's like becomes more happier than ever or something like that. Like turns. Oh, there or, is one. Um, or is that a different one? There's a stripper. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <There was> a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I, I was wanted to watch that one. I was like, oh, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. So Yeah. Pastor becomes strippier. Stripper, stripper, and he's happier than ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, hey. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's a there's a big, super famous pastor, like about a month ago now, and he had like a big, uh, big moral failure, that kind of thing. So it was like headlines everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of goes into what you're saying. Like it's this massive responsibility. And even recently, I saw there is Paul writes in a letter to First Timothy. He, he creates a list of, hey, if you want to be a pastor, these are some things you need to know. Like your faith needs to be here. You need to be ready for this kind of leadership. You need to um, – so that was kind of cool to see. But it is like such a big responsibility. And you're, you're putting all these people's relationship with God in your mind. And in right. Your attention, exactly. Which is just crazy. Like you're, you're, a she- you're literally sh- – you're called a shepherd. Um, you have all these people coming to you for nurturement. And if you, if you can't – if you don't know what to say, if you don't know how to encourage him, if you don't know the truth, then you're just, yeah, what's, what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the scariest thing to me is like, you know, yeah. not only is it, is it like, you know, 
secularism that's like attacking the church, but it's like now it's you got pastors who are like sort of you know that aren't really all they who they you know who they're who they claim to be. Um, yeah. So themselves, but yeah, exactly. And so that's like I feel like now you know you go to church, you have to like vet all the pastors, like make sure that they're not you know not that everyone's perfect, of course, but like yeah. to make sure that they're like in line with what they say they are in line with. I feel like yeah. that's I feel like that's like now more than ever is like really uh sort of prevalent yeah i mean even like cancel culture in general i was just laughing um with a friend because we were talking about like comedians and stuff mm, yeah and yeah even in hollywood it's if you do one thing that one you everyone will yeah like yep. for sure like you're, you're at it you're done with one thing just right crazy. yeah i mean they pulled yeah. the tweet when you were like 12 and it's like yeah, yeah. Exactly. your your whole life is over it's like wait a minute well, what happened yeah. to people making mistakes like yeah it's crazy that's that's like really scary because um it's powerful like within like since covid dude like i've never like there's cancel culture but like i never heard of like really yeah. heard of it um until covid until not everyone's literally getting canceled yeah for exactly some tweet they yeah. said 12 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. i just feel like it's gone so strong like recently yeah. Like, yeah. All right. No one make a mistake. Fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's like, like people's careers are being ended. Like, and yeah. it, I mean, it, it shouldn't happen. You know, like you can recognize, you know, someone made a mistake or whatever, but their whole livelihood shouldn't be on the line because then, you know, it's not just their career, but it's like, you know, now they're getting death threats to their family and all this crazy stuff. Yep. And it's like yeah. it affects so many other people. It's not just, you know, one job or whatever. You know, your whole world gets turned upside down. Yeah, because like even you, you, anyone can make, make or say a tweet. Mm-hmm. People do it all the time. People don't really care about it as much. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Like my that real, doesn't matter. Yeah, my real estate agent down the street just said something offensive, but he still has his job. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, yeah. I don't have a real estate agent. That was just random. <laughs> 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 so, uh, about your real estate, like, what's yeah. you know, what's his name? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just if I could just get some quick information about him, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you like, uh, like, have you ever thought about sort of, cause I, you're in, are you in a host home right now? Uh, technically yes. Okay. So do you see yourself like kind of like, I know you said you thought about, you know, moving away, but, um, like, have you yeah. thought about sort of just like getting a house local or like yeah. sort of living around here? I've thought about it. One thing with California is obviously how expensive it is. Oh yeah, I might move to Texas. I don't know. There's a migration to Texas right now. Yeah, there is. For sure. But I've had like probably about ten friends. One of my best friends is moving next month to Texas, just because it is cheaper. Like you can, no, like, totally. Yeah, for a little apartment here, you could get basically your own house in, right. in Texas. But right now, I live here for free. So it's mm. kind of hard to mm. hard to beat and pass up. Yeah, but I'm super excited to to live. Yeah, I don't know to finally pay rent and kind of have like my own place. That's, exactly, that's yeah. a super exciting part of life. I feel like it's like your car, you get a driver's license. Yeah, the big steps, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. House, or yeah. apartment or something. But For, no, no, yeah, no kidding, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, that's that's exciting. Yeah, uh, and so with with Thrive School. Um, did you always like want to do that or was it, has it, was that something that sort of like sprung up on you? 
that that sprung up on me i think i think so like my senior year coming out of high school i feel like some people think they know what they're doing maybe like halfway through their senior year but they really don't like yeah. plans change like a bajillion times mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and so i was like look i might i'm either going to arizona and i want to become a cia agent somehow through some it was this random degree about like security and intelligence uh-huh. or i want to those were like my two options uh, but then, like, yeah, I went to Thrive Unleashed in 2017, which is like a youth conference. Um, and after that, I was like, shoot, if we, again, like kind of back to the real title. I want to I commit to this then, that I don't think, I don't think there's anything I could do that's more important than preaching the gospel. And I do yeah. feel like I have some sort of gift in this area. And so I was like, let me just do Thrive. If I do one year then the other doors are still open. I can still go play football. I can still go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a nice step of like, hey, the other doors are still open, but let me just focus on my relationship with God for the first year or two out of high school. Definitely. Um, yeah, so that just felt right. Yeah, I mean, if you think about like how much different your life could have gone, like it, you, if you would have played football in Arizona, just, I mean, mm-hmm. a whole different uh, perspective. Yeah, I, I knew what I was gonna do in Arizona, and it was not gonna, it was not gonna be a Christian. That's sure. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd probably be in the NFL now or something, you know? Oh Honestly, yeah, bro, I'd be, he, I'd be kicking in the NFL. I'd, he I'd would be. be. Steelers right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, and then I mean, you also could. I mean, not that you would have, because it doesn't sound like you wanted to, but you could have, you know, used mm-hmm. your sort of, um, I guess you could have used Christianity to influence, you know. Mm kind of like a team Tim Tebow type of situation or whatever, where it's like, oh, you, yeah. you, you could have, you had this huge voice. Um, mm. and you know, now it seems like you are getting a huge voice, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think one, one thing that I think people overthink sometimes is what college to go to, what career to pursue, what, whatever. But like you just mentioned, like, I could, I care about which mm-hmm. would be jesus or christianity so um yeah once i kind of realized that too i'm like will be great or i could go here and life will be great what well, either way um mm, yeah yeah the plan doesn't change essentially but. but i am coming up to like the phase of life where um i'm gonna yeah like marriage is kind of around the corner so well who's that one actor or something i remember a while ago this is, <laughs> this is probably this is probably back in middle school i think <laughs> There's some actor, dude, I, that you were talking about. Oh no! And made like an Instagram video about her and stuff, right? No, oh, no. Oh, Lauren Daigle. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a she's a Christian. She's probably like the biggest Christian singer like on the planet. Yeah, she she's might like, be. Yeah. So this last uh, last February, I tried. I, I was basically watching the college football national championship, and she was singing the national anthem, and I was like, dude, I'll never be able to date a girl. If I at least don't ask her out first, I need, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I gotta shoot my shot. So, yeah. right. so we're like, don't take chances if you kind of have a video that goes viral and yeah, somehow, uh, yeah. So we made that. So went viral, right? And now you guys, you're about we're, to, you know, propose and stuff, right? Yeah, the wedding's actually coming up soon. It'll be a Zoom. We could. It'll be a Zoom. zoom but... <laughs> yeah, Zoom wedding. <laughs> <Your> wedding. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, dude. That's I funny, I feel I like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, this February, I'm trying again. So keep on the lookout. Oh, okay. <laughs> Round two. You sent her a DM on, a, on Instagram? 
Hey, everyone I mean, like tagging it and stuff. Yeah, you got Dude, I mean, hey, shoot your shot, right? Like, if there's one thing I learned from, from Hayden, is just like shoot your shot no matter what. Yeah, the shot. one thing, shout out Hayden Shepard. If I learn anything from this, here's my theory: if you shoot 50 half courts, you're gonna make one, right? That's true. I mean, that's it's... that's the theory there. Shoot all. What if, what, what if I airball all of them? I mean, then well, you, you can got, go you're again. Make one. I'll tell you that you eventually make one. The the odds. I mean, that, even I, even if it's like one in a million, you shoot a million, you're gonna get one. You shoot a million, you'll make one. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. Shoot your shot. I need to get. Yeah, I need to. I need to learn some stuff from him. In the realm of girls, I think. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you want that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's that's good. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you can get Lauren Daigle, then you know any anyone local is piece of cake. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, not that I'm not gonna, you know, use her to just get myself famous or anything. Oh no no no, but, definitely not. Of but course, of course. Famous. He's not a cloud chaser. You know. But well but you're gonna be famous on YouTube, so then she's basically be gonna coming yeah. to you. Exactly. You guys will be feeding off each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just trying to use me. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll turn into like an Addison Ray Bryce Hall type of thing, huh? <laughs> oh, for sure. We'll 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 post a bunch of videos about we're breaking up, we're getting back yeah, to Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're pregnant, <laughs> no we're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're pregnant now. You're not I'm pregnant. What? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a great thumbnail. So it would be. I'm pregnant? Question mark. The ultimate clickbait. <laughs> it's the virgin birth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it, well, if it ain't her, then he's second up on the list. Oh man, um, it's probably her or Victoria Justice. You guys know her? Sounds nah. familiar. I don't know. I'd probably yeah, recognize her. A, yeah, she was like, in, she had her show called. It was called Victorious. Oh Day. yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. She's she's Bay. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. There you go. I mean, how old is she? Let's see. She's uh. She's probably younger. No, she's twenty-seven. Is she? Okay, yeah. that's pretty yeah. I mean, there you go. Shoot your shot, right? Hey, I think I'm capping at 30, 35. <laughs> so I got a wide Ooh, that's... I don't even know if... That, I'd that's cut four, that in half, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the thing where it's like, take your age, what is it, like double oh, it, and yeah. then d- subtract seven or something, or what is it? It's something like that. I think that's something the oldest like that. you should date. Yeah, that's interesting. I think... Oh, yeah, I think half my age. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. And then add seven. I mean, I don't know. Do you think do you think sort of not being in a relationship has helped you to be closer to God? Sort of like eliminating those distractions? That's a great question. I'm on that because I've honestly like I kind of had a perspective last couple of years that I feel like a relationship would just bring more trouble than anything and mm. it kind of hold you back. And but since then, I've kind of had definitely refined and I've had some people speak maturely into that. Like, you know, the, the point of marriage and the point of relationship is to look more like Christ than you do apart. That's true. It's yeah, beautifully. It's so it's so beautiful. It's so intricate. And since then, I've, I've kind of seen like, OK, actually, I think it'll be awesome when it happens. But in the meantime, I'm still chilling. I'm not rushing it. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of taking my time in a way. Um, but then, yeah, also, Paul. He, he talks about this is a I think it's first Corinthians seven. He, he literally says, I, I, you know, when you're single, you do have more time 
to pour into other things. You have more time to serve in other ministries and to be selfish with. And mm-hmm. so even with like YouTube and whatnot, like I, the amount of time I get to put into this, I wouldn't get to all that much if, if I was in a relationship because that would just kind of – the way Paul says it is it, it divides your interests. Mm. And so that's essentially – yeah, that's that's what I would do. So I, I believe – I'm like, man, it's a beautiful thing. It's kind of – I don't know. You kind of pick where you're at in life. Is like, man, if you really want to – grind and spend a ton of time doing this one thing then maybe it's not the time to be in a relationship mm. yeah um yeah but yeah. It, it'll definitely strengthen my relationship with god when it when it happens for sure and th- you know that's by design i guess it's just sort of one of those things where it's like you got to make sure that you're in a good place with god before you add that to your life because then you're not going to be able to like benefit them th- the same way you know if you're not in a good place um mm-hmm. with the lord then it then it becomes sort of a distraction um definitely yeah but yeah, if yeah. you're unhealthy and you hop in a relationship, you can't expect it to be healthy. Right. Yeah. You're gonna exactly. make it unhealthy. Yeah. Or or the whole like missionary dating thing where it's like, you know, I can bring the pressure <laughs> right. to God. It's like yep. it's fine, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that so much. Um you know, from so many people. And I just think sort of like high school relationships as a whole. Wait, can... who, what what are their names? Oh uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll just give you a little list at, oh, yeah, at the end of this it. episode. I'll pray for them. <laughs> It. Yeah, okay, we'll make an exactly. exchange. You're uh, your realtor. We'll get the realtor. For, uh, the name. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, um, but you know, I I think like sort of high school relationships as a whole are just sort of. I feel like most of the time, they're they're never done right. You know, because people aren't ready, and they just like they just want the they want to be in a relationship rather than to do you know rather than to date the way it was designed. Um, yeah. Because ultimately, you are looking for a wife, you know, or a husband, you know. And so it's one of those things where I feel like yeah. so many people, even not even in high school, let's just say, you know, in general, they just don't know what they're doing. Um, and it's unfortunate because that's how people get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, with that too, it's like, I think the biggest thing is knowing why you're, if you don't know why you're doing something, you're not going to do that thing for very long. And you're not going to do it well and with passion. And so if you ask me in high school, like, oh, so why are you in a relationship? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I, it's not, it seems kind of fun. Like that, like what? I guess right. that's it. Yeah. Um, and then a bunch of people, especially coming out of high school, it's kind of this like, especially in the Christian world, it's kind of funny. It's like, man, I want to get married. I just want to do it. And right. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Why do you want to get married? <laughs> I, I don't know. It just seems, uh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, that is an interesting thought, you know, it's like, why are you doing this? Um, Mm -hmm. and so I, obviously, you know, if you're like younger, obviously you're not going to get married anytime soon. I mean, unless you are, which case, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unless you're a King Tut or something. (laughs) Wasn't he like nine when he died? Uh, I think he was actually 16 or 11, but I remember he he got married like twice or something before (laughs) that too. It was crazy. That's insane. Heck of a life, right? (laughs) Goodness. Yeah, exactly, bro. He lived all <laughs> what eighty years. That's past sixteen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I don't know. I I just think it's a it's a it's a delicate thing because like so many people are always like, oh, you know, when should, when's the right time? And I was like, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's different for everyone, you know. Like, yeah. No one knows until you know, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But that's an interesting question. I wonder if you can answer this. This is probably the same answer as I just said. You know, it's probably different for everyone. But like, how do you, how do you like know when you found like the right one? And obviously, you haven't found the right one. But 
just sort of like some insight into that with your wisdom. That's the single guy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. So it's interesting. This is actually. But even in, in the Christian worldview with the Bible, and even if you're not a Christian, like, it's, it's more a question do you. There is the one. Because, like, this idea of the one is kind of pretty, like, uh, you know, rom romantic comedy. Like, you believe that there is one person that you are kind of meant to be with or designed to be with. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because that's actually the biggest thing that has helped me be content in singleness is kind of getting over that idea that there mm. isn't just one person that I'm meant to be with. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, but I think I'd go back to the statement I made earlier about, like, apart or you guys are better together there's a song called better together by luke combs it's great you should check mm -hmm. it out if you look better together than you do apart then that seems a great match a great fit. yeah um and yeah and again that's coming from a single guy so i don't know how much we can we put weight hey single guys always give the best advice bro that's true you always have that one single friend who's like and you give great relationship advice but yeah but you're alone so it's it's weird but. it's 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 usually the person that like observes all these other people around him that are in relationships so he yeah. like he kind of learns yeah. from it but then no one ever wants to date him because he's like the, <laughs> he's like the one that like no, you always he's turn just to too smart you know yeah <laughs> it's just on a different level it's interesting i got this year dude oh my gosh i had a friend get married last week that i lived with over the summer i had over some and then I have a friend who's getting married in a few months who I lived with. So it's just like left and right. It's like that time. Like, whoa, we're just getting married out here. And it's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. But a big thing, too, is we, we all are holding each other accountable. Like, we have a very, very deep relationships where we're like, look, man, obviously we want incredible marriages. We want them to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So we need to stay in contact every single week and be really honest um, in the long run. Because, like, I would love to get to the end of my life and be like, man. I married this woman. We were together for fifty years. This is the, this is my ride or die right mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. So, right, yeah, it's exciting. But. Yeah, for sure. I I agree with that point. You know, I don't think, I don't think there is like one person. You know, mm -hmm. um, I guess that's sort of interesting though, right? Because then it's like, you know, God does have a plan for your life. Obviously, it's sort of like laid out, and you know, mm -hmm. He knows, but um you know, ultimately like, d does that, I guess what I'm trying to lead into here is like, do you believe in this idea of like destiny? Like everything is like hmm. predestined because <laughs> I've had this conversation with people before and it's like, yeah. it's really confusing. You get into like this, like you go, it's like you get into like this circle because it's like, well, no, there's free will, but then, you know, God knows your whole mm -hmm. future. So then is, does that mean <laughs> that you are predestined and there's not free will? Uh, I just oh, want to know like your, your take on it. Oh gosh, what's my what's my take on this uh, five thousand year old debate? My goodness, this, this little this topic, yeah, little topic of free will. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I do think so. It's actually interesting. So I love um, an aspect of it is metaphysics, which deals with this question of, of free will. So I've, I've read a lot about it and thought a lot about it. This is when I'm driving myself crazy, laying in bed at night, just thinking about mm -hmm. just think about free will. Is it going crazy? But, um. <laughs> um I think ultimately it's hard because, yeah, people say, like, God has a plan and God is in control. Mm -hmm. And then for me, it's like, oh, but that doesn't seem comforting because that means that 
he's causing this or like if he's in, <laughs> if he's in control why is it crazy what what yeah. like it? um but ultimately i conclude that i do think we have free will but i don't think we have as much as we think we do and also as far as like the all-knowing aspect of god um just because god knows what we're going to do which i do believe he does that doesn't knowledge doesn't imply causation mm. so if i know that something's going to happen that doesn't mean i'm causing that thing it it's means- true I have enough evidence to be able to say so. But of course it is different. Like God for sure 100% knows. Um, and, that, and then he's also all powerful. So it's like, I don't know what that looks like in my realm. But as far as humans, it seems like we do have free will. And it seems like we change things and we can impact things. Mm-hmm. So it's just on us to be, yeah, to accept that responsibility. Because then if you throw free will out the window, then you might as well like, you can't blame anyone for doing anything. No one's held responsible for anything. True. And you can just blame God for everything. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it was God's fault. God did that. God did that. I didn't do that. Um, but it's a, it's a great question. What do you think? Yeah, I actually, that's like a really good point. I, I, I don't think there's, there's destiny. Yeah. I don't think that mm-hmm. your whole life is like laid out and like predetermined right. because um, I think that would sort of, you know, take away from the whole, I mean, that is the whole Christian story is about choice, you know? Like yeah. it, it is about you choosing Jesus or not. Mm-hmm. And so if it's all, yeah. if it's all like laid out for you, yeah, so God, if, nothing if it's not right. I mean, if, if God's up there going, okay, this person, no, we want him. We don't want this person. So we we're want, not going to, we're not we going to let them. Hair. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think, you know, there is, there is sort of, um, there, there, I don't think there's, there's yeah. destiny really. Yeah. Also just one thing I actually realized this earlier, but, if you try to argue that there is no free will, you're exercising your free will to argue that there's no free will. So you're showing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, it's really weird. And sure. But yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what, what do you think about like, I've heard this argument before from different you know pastors and stuff. What, mm-hmm. what about like free will versus free agency? Um, I don't know if you can, if you like know what I'm talking about here, but uh, I, I guess there's sort of like this, um, this theory out there that like you don't, we don't have free will. Like we have free agency, meaning we have, we have free will to do thing like certain things within like, a um, uh, gosh, I'm really bad with words here. Uh, within like, you know, certain, um, boundaries, I guess. So like, for example, mm-hmm. I don't have free will to, this is how it was laid out to me was I don't have free will to, you know, I can wear whatever I want, but I don't have free will to, mm-hmm wear something that I don't own because I can't. Mm. But then my argument is like, well, yeah, you can, you can just go get something you don't have. But, <laughs> but I, I don't know, I guess I've heard this from, from different, uh, you know, pastors yeah. of different churches where it's like, it's like, you know, you, you don't have complete free will. You have like free agency. So it's, but then again, mm. that goes back to the whole, like, you know, destiny and boundaries thing. I don't know. The free sea sounds like, cause I said, I, I do think we have free will, but I actually don't think we have that much. Mm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I do think that would be more free agency. Like there's definitely boundaries to what we can do. And then I, I also think like extreme examples that aren't totally fair, but like there's laws of logic in our universe that we can't really violate. True. Like, so if I say I want to fr- like fly, then no, I don't have the, there's, there's a limit to that. I don't think I can do that, even though that would be freaking awesome. That'd be super cool. But yeah. so in that sense, I do think that there's limits. Um, but then also, I guess I, I would never know. I don't know what I can't do. 
um, or what I can't possibly do. So it's kind of hard to examine like that side of things. Yeah. But yeah, maybe you're not just thinking hard enough. You could probably fly. Pro- for real, <laughs> stop thinking hard enough. Yeah, I I pray every couple months for the force just to see if something happens. <laughs> I mean, but maybe stars, right. <laughs> Maybe one one day something's gonna move. Dude. It's it's worth a try. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then again, that'd be sort of acting outside of the human, um, human, uh, I guess boundaries, but more like confines, you know? Because then you're sort of given like godly powers. So maybe not. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Then it's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you call that a miracle. I don't know. That's true, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe if if God was using you for something, then maybe you could have the force to, I don't know, heal someone or something. Yeah, just have a magic show in Vegas and lead people to Christ. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. There you, go. There you, you do your magic show, and then at the end of the show, you're like, oh, by the way, God loves you. And then by the that's way, it. yeah. <laughs> that's good. Uh, so you said you, this is bringing it back to YouTube. You said your subscriber goal is a thousand by December. Mm, if you were to yeah. keep doing this, what would you say it'd be for next year? <laughs> um, so like end of next year. Maybe? Yeah. Cause like, so I, I just want to hear what you think you would like maybe 10 or it, cause it, like the thing of YouTube is mm-hmm. you could literally put your goal for five, five K and then totally. within a month you're at a hundred, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of weird how that, how YouTube works like that. Yeah, it's it's almost it's super exciting and then also annoying. Like you can't predict it at all. But uh-huh. um, yeah, you so just I guess not just your goal, but where do you think you'll yeah. be? Interesting. So okay, we'll be by next. So what's next year? Twenty twenty two? No, twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one December. I'd say ten k. I would, I would humbly say ten thousand. But also in the hopes of more than that, because I have seen I've seen so many people even the last eight months. Um, and so I have one video that's like did great, and you yeah. have one video that's yeah, it's like five hundred thousand views, and you gain like thirty thousand subscribers from it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no idea. But I w- I, w- I would hope ten k. Somewhere. Yeah, the thing too is the once you hit like that a big number like that, it becomes way easier if you're consistent to reach more people. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's what you're doing right now, just getting off the ground. You know, getting those subscribers. Yeah. That's just the hardest part is probably starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people say that the first hundred is really really hard, and then the first mm-hmm. thousand is like the hardest thousand. So we'll see how mm-hmm. true that is, but. Yeah, I mean you're almost yes. there. So maybe maybe the hardest part is just about behind you. Oh, that'd be that'd be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't know what to do with it though. You know, and not, I mean I think you'll be fine, but like some people, you know, they get hit with like they go viral or something, and then they they don't know what to do with it. They go they lose their minds. Yeah, know? the next thing you know, I'm knocking on Dax's door trying to move in, right? Cloud chaser. Yeah, yeah. Yo, best friend, man. What's good, yeah. bro? <laughs> Honestly, remember me? I was, in, I was in your fifth grade class, dog. Yeah, I remember. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like when uh, someone wins the lottery. You get all these people that come out of the woodwork. They're like, "I knew you," you know. Yeah. Like, that'd be funny. I'll let you know. We'll we'll do this. Uh, we'll do this interview a year from now, and I'll tell you if I uh, if I uh, who I, who I've attracted. Probably yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be At awesome. At that point, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm not making friends or anything. Whatever. You got to make like a not like. 
we got to write them down basically like these yeah. were these were before 2021 that's it <laughs> <laughs> for sure that's perfect yeah i mean you know and then you gotta be careful though because like you know it's it's so it's so tough because like one thing can like make you just lose it all but I mean, well, not not that that should be the goal is to like you know, not that you're yeah. like chasing cloud or whatever. But well, don't don't speak that over me. I, yeah. I won't. I won't. <laughs> That's true. I think I I think I joke about it more often than I should. Like I tell my boss all the time. I'm like, hey, if I just if I just don't come in one day, I probably had a moral failure and I moved back to work now. So don't <laughs> ask about it. You became a stripper. So like, exa- yeah, exactly. I'll just- <laughs> hey, you'll be more happier than ever. <laughs> That video convinced me. <laughs> he convinced um, me. Yeah, but especially, yeah, in the Christian world, um, yeah, one thing can happen. That's that's the most humbling aspect of anything, I think. Even with speaking in general, when I first started preaching, even if I was, like, preaching just to middle schoolers, I realized, I'm like, man, I'm on a stage, and these, the heart, what I'm saying, is terrifying. That means I'm responsible for how, in, in a way, responsible for how they live, it, you know, if they have free will and free agency, back to that. Um, but, yeah, that was just like, yeah, it's scary. So anytime you want to humble me or remind me that I'm that I'm human, just shoot me a message. Just say it takes one canceled. <laughs> take yeah, one cancel. Comment and then... on my YouTube video like, eh, not impressive. <laughs> not impressive. <laughs> I've seen better. better. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually don't, like – know too many like channels like doing what you're doing or at least not super big ones i mean maybe there are some and i'm just not looking or just every single week yeah that's so, true like yeah you'll fi- you could find great videos but the the chance of you finding consistent great videos are pretty rare i'd say on like yeah. this sort of topic and thing yeah i'd mm-hmm. say so too that's true I yeah mean, and the, uh, um the, the Christian, the the Christian YouTube world. I don't even know if you can call it that because it's like that. I don't even know. If, yeah, if that exists, but there's really like teachers necessarily. They're more so just musicians or it's like almost like motivation kind of. Yeah, spoken word artists, something like that. That's like, true. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a battle because, like you know. YouTube is is not like I, like we talked about at the beginning. You know, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. the most Christian place, let alone religious place. So that's true. I mean, maybe it'd be interesting to see how how you can re. If, I mean, if you can reach growth there, then you know mm-hmm. that's half the battle. <laughs> but, yeah, that'd be honestly the hardest part. And I, I mean, you guys have probably felt this a little bit, but the hardest part is not being defined by the numbers. Mm, yep. Because it it was hard too. Because like. Especially early on, people would say like, "Oh, you you made some YouTube videos. Oh, how many subscribers you got?" Yeah, exactly. And you know that they're judging the quality of your content yes. just off the number. number. Yeah, and I hate yeah. that. I'm like, mm. I don't want to tell you. Like, I'm actually proud of it. <laughs> right. But still, I know you, you might be like, "Oh, okay, cool." But <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part, I think, and that's yeah. that's social media in general. But. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree completely. I mean, Chase and I like. We're always we're always texting each other like oh what's the what's the what are the numbers like what are the streams at it's like yeah and it's just like every successful podcaster or like you know influencer or whatever will tell you like don't put all your stock into subscribers yeah. and stuff because 
ultimately yeah. like it's just gonna like you're you will reach more people like but just don't make that your sort of basis because then you're gonna you're gonna crash and burn and so that's the, one thing the that thing with the do. numbers though that really help is um if you look at a video that has more views than the other you what you do is like what you too in a way because obviously you don't want to you know just shut them down and never look at them it's true, because they right, can really yeah. help you. If a no, yeah, blows I mean, up, you're like, wait, why did this happen? There is the balance. Make your you content know. more about that. But when you're just only looking at the numbers, and I guess not looking at them for a purpose, would probably be the reason. Yeah, that's true. Thing. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, there is like the balance. I guess it's just sort of like don't put your whole like all your stock into looking at the numbers. Like using them for like sort of like constructive criticism or whatever is good. Mm-hmm. But but you know it is it is. Uh, it's not something that you want to make a priority is just like always looking. Cause it, it'll, you know, it's toxic. It can be super, mm. you can become obsessive like with it. So for sure. Yeah. Hard not to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to see where your channel goes. Cause you know, like I said, Thank you know, you, I, I really am loving the content. Like I never, I didn't even know no, you yeah, had well, a channel. I didn't think we can say it enough. I didn't even know you had a channel until when was it? It was maybe like, Right, I was actually probably right around COVID when it started, and and uh, Chase was telling me he's like, you know, Dax has a YouTube channel. I was like, what? And I was like, I gotta go check these videos out, and so I watched like ten of them like at once. I was like, I gotta just keep watching, <laughs> um, and they're just like super insightful, super good stuff. The first so. one I watched was like the the ends coming. I was like, oh shoot, oh, yeah. what the heck, bro? I was like, I just had the time. I was like, I was like freaking. You know, I was like, there's no like this has to be, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah. But honestly, the the most it's funny you, you said that. It just it's fun to think about like your first episode or first video or something like that. And it is it's hilarious to watch the progress, mm-hmm. especially quality wise. Like the look of yeah. the yeah the the quality and the and audio, like all that stuff. But then even the the, the content, like super fun to. I guess on top of the numbers because the numbers are very telling. But then also just looking of like, man, I got way better. I did. That's yeah, no, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so that just maybe that's funny because like, I the other day I went back to the first couple, which was like eight or nine months ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh Dax, what are you? First of all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing with your hair? What am I, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's hilarious. That's funny. But yeah, seriously though, thank you guys for for watching just any of the videos. Dude, it yeah, for sure. Heart, especially when I saw uh, you commented, and I think Billy commented on the the church one. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. I love that. I'm like, oh man, there's. Those are my guys. I haven't seen them in a while. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. It. No, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think that's like, that's just like super cool to see. Cause I've seen like a lot of people just start up things like that, you know, just like mm-hmm. trying to, you know, create different content on different platforms for stuff. And it's like, it's cool to see cause you know, maybe it'll go somewhere. Um, and yeah. And so, maybe. yeah, I think that's super cool. Um, yeah. I mean, now I could say I've got two famous friends, right? We yeah, got Hayden we got and Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Hayden and me. <laughs> same, same category. Same. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. No, same, same thing. Exactly much. the same, same content. Person. I mean, there's same like, yeah. there's no Bro, difference I there. I, was, I wish I was uh, as tall as him. I like his hair. <laughs> perfect. I, I can't do that with my hair. I can't. He, he's trying to get a mullet again. Is he? He is. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I personally, uh, I personally think his hair looks good the way it is, but. No, just just a preference thing yeah we'll make sure to affirm that no no mullet hayden <laughs> no heard it right here. no mullet it's a no-go. <laughs> sorry for sure 
Um, I actually wanted to ask you about that uh, end times video that you put that you posted, because um, that's like a that's like an interesting thought. Some people think it's like super radical, but like yeah. I mean, like a lot of the signs like point to it. So um, honestly, I don't really know where I stand on it because obviously no one knows. Mm-hmm. But like, I haven't really like made a definitive like I believe this or this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just if you if you want if you can you just sort of elaborate on that. Uh, yeah, sure. idea. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys the biggest thing I learned because I don't know much about end times prophecy mm-hmm. at all. Like that is like a someone mentions that it's like I immediately stop talking and just listen. And I'm like, what is yeah. what is the person <laughs> about to say? Like, is this some crazy conspiracy theory? Like, um, I think kind of aspect of things. I'm like, like if this is real, like let's listen to the bible let's let's take this thing seriously and so and there there is going to be an end yeah. to our universe like whether that's like biblically with the second coming of christ or that's something else like we the earth is you know it has a time limit it right. is mm-hmm. aging, and so is our universe so it's like there is an end it's just when when is this thing gonna happen um but the biggest thing i learned i don't really know specifics of I don't really spend time thinking about you know charting on my whiteboard when it's gonna happen what year yeah it's gonna look but yeah, I think the biggest thing I learned is that we are, like biblically, we are in the end times and we have been for the last 2000 years, like the mm-hmm. last days technically. Um, and so this, yeah, this guy who has like a doctorate in end time studies or whatever, he mm-hmm. was talking about like that, that even the disciple time of Jesus, they, they were in the back, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, it started then and since then, this we're in the last chapter of the timeline, whatever that means. Um, and so I think it's like, you got to obviously be careful of like, I want to remain biblical in talking about right, yeah. all this stuff. Cause there's, there's so many crazy views out there and whatnot and theories, but yeah, the biggest thing I took away from it is like, Oh, okay. We are, we are in the last chapter, whatever that means. And there's like 10 specific things that are supposed to happen mm-hmm. before Jesus comes back. Um, so in the meantime, I guess you kind of, look out for those things and yeah and i don't really know many thing know much about those things but i mean i i know a few and i'm gonna like obviously i'm not i'm not gonna i'm probably not gonna get these 100 percent right but you know <laughs> yeah. you'll have you'll have the false prophet come and stuff and yes yeah. or, or is it multiple or is it just is it just one because it is supposed to be the devil is if i'm correct um are you talking about the antichrist yes the antichrist specifically okay yes yeah that's that's debatable too some people think it's an antichrist spirit that could, you know, lead people over. Mm. If it's yeah. People think, yeah, there'll be some figure, probably some like political figure. That's Someone what I'm like, thinking. People have said Bill Gates. They're like, Bill Gates is a <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. I don't know why they, th- yeah, why people think that, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they, they think that because, you know, there's a lot of like conspiracies out there that like he wants to like do all these brain chip stuff. Which is mm-hmm. which is interesting because I think it's Elon Musk that's developing like a music brain chip, right? Yeah, so that's what I, I think. I thought that was interesting because I like the guy when he scares the crap out of me. Dude, Elon is like an alien. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I, just, I just saw the stocks of them yesterday. I was like, I, I can't do it with this guy, bro. I'm out. Yeah, if you see an interview with him, I'm like, man, I could not, I could not have a conversation with him. Oh, like, I know. Yeah. When he was on Rogan, he was like, yeah. He's he's a little interesting, like the way he talks and stuff. Like he's like well, not it's weird, human. Like, he has he no just, emotion. Just yeah, yeah, but you could tell from like hearing him talk for like five seconds that he's so smart too. Mm. Like yeah. 
that's like what scares me too. I'm like, bro, like you does so much. Just like the way he talks and like his ideas too. What are you not telling us? Exactly. Well, yeah. He's, yeah. Yep. I get an Antichrist pride from him. That's for sure. No, well, definitely. But also just even like the things that just like the theories he throws out, you know, like this could be all simulation and like stuff. Not, not I don't know if it's evidence or whatever, but the like the things yeah. that he could like say to help kind of. He doesn't think it's necessarily true, but like it's a real possibility when you look at like what there's to disprove it, and now there's so little too. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like that's like the stuff that just makes it like blows your mind, you know. You're just like, what the heck? That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Do Do you think that's like biblical, or do you think that's sort of like like heresy? Um, like sort of like this idea that we're in a simulation and that it's not reality. I don't know. The uh, one thing that I remember from that though is he said, "If we are, imagine how boring their life is." Mm, yeah, because that's interesting. Yeah, it's boring it would be for them, you know. <laughs> right. But the, now we're sort of like in a double simulation. Video though. games and everything, because that's like the best parts, you know. Yeah. Um, is like the action, whatever. Oh, yeah. So we're creating a simulation ourselves too. Right. So for them, if we are their simulation, like how boring must it be for them? It, it, we're yeah, in like a yeah. we're in like a double simulation because like if this is a simulation, you have people who are, you know, doing VR inside of a simulation. <laughs> and then are they in the simulation? No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's exactly. on the outside of this thing. Uh-huh. This chain of. Elon yeah. Musk, he's on the outside. There's a chain of Elon <laughs> Musk, bro, over and over again. Just in his mind. In his yeah. Mind. Crazy. It's the, or it's yeah. the Matrix, one of the two. Which, you know, very well, I mean, it could be the same thing, right? I mean, the Matrix is a simulation, technically. That'd be crazy if we got a, if we made a movie that actually predicted it right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's From the outside, joke, they're yeah. like... Do they know? Like, uh, like, oh, although, shoot, do they know? Yeah, exactly. Although, <laughs> if so if it was real, I feel like there would be people. So, okay, wait. You you've all seen the Matrix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what are the uh, what are those those guys called that are like trying to keep people inside of the Matrix? I don't remember. The, the, I don't the know, but like, I know I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, yeah. They're like the bad the bad guys, you know, you with know? the with the glasses yeah. and the suits. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like if that if there really was the Matrix, then you'd have people like that trying to, you know, get rid of the movie so that no one would even have the idea. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be trying to suppress it, but. But Keanu Reeves is too powerful. It's true. He it. Have you heard the theory that Keanu Reeves is a uh, time traveler? <laughs> oh, really? Have you seen that one? Because there's like this picture from like the 40s, and there's this dude sitting, I forget where it was, somewhere in Hollywood, and it looks identical to Keanu Reeves. Oh shit! It yeah. would be him too. <laughs> I yeah, know. Of course. Yeah, right. It'd be like him, like Tom Cruise or something, you know? Tom Cruise, double <laughs> seven guy or something. Like what? They're just hanging out. Dude, yeah. Tom Cruise, he's isn't he a Scientologist? Yeah. Oof. He, he, big actually, Scientologist. Uh, he actually left this. Uh, I think this. Are you serious? Year or something? Yeah, it was crazy. I remember seeing headlines. I thought you couldn't leave, or they like killed your family, or something. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not like, allowed to leave or anything. Oh. Like, there's a huge I deal mean, about it. Maybe, but you know, he's Tom Cruise. You he's gonna do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what Scientology. I don't even know what, what they what they believe or anything. That's weird. I, I don't know if they really believe a whole lot, other than that it is like a cult. Yeah. But I'm not really sure of their belief system, right. if if they even have one. But 
good old cult. You know, I think uh, I think I'm gonna join a cult just for fun, just see what it's like, and then leave, just leave. Right before. Yeah, it's really weird. But, <laughs> it's funny. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Things to do during quarantine. <laughs> Things to do. Join a cult. <laughs> um what do you think about i know i've talked to chase about this before what do you think about like uh do you think that evolution is a possibility within side of you know the christian worldview like mm-hmm. evolution could you know have been orchestrated by a creator mm-hmm. definitely yeah um it goes it's a very interesting order because there, there are some theistic evolutionists they're like yeah i fully believe evolution and i believe god set it in motion i don't think there's a problem at all mm-hmm. um the biggest problem is interpreting genesis where because there's so many people who are like they look at genesis and they're like there's no way evolution like fits into this but then some people are like well it's more figurative anyway so, yeah exactly yeah you, know, you can't interpret chapters one and two so literally which i do feel like when i read it i feel like there is this like poetic order this I feel like there's more going on. I don't think we can just take it literally. I'm like, it right. seems like, yeah, I don't feel like it's interpreted that way. But, but yeah, I, I, I think it's um, totally possible. And I, I feel like evolution, it's a great like debate and conversation. But then also the bigger question I have is how life got here in the first place. Because a lot of people think the theory of evolution attempts to explain the origin of life. Yeah. But it actually doesn't. It doesn't even, science really doesn't even have a theory for it. Um, like I, I took my friend's secular microbiology book, read the first couple chapters and it literally just kind of skipped over the origin hmm. and it, it showed, it said a couple theories, but then, none of, but then they were disproven and then there was nothing. So I'm like, so I'm a little bit more fascinated with that. Cause like, even if evolution's totally true, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm more fascinated with like, okay, how the frick did any sort of organism, complex organism pop up without anything? Exactly. So yeah. I, I personally. Personally, I think I'm like, why not? You know, like they totally could have, because like there's no denying that things evolve over time. You know, I just the great question is like, were we completely different? You know, back yeah. then. Yeah, I mean, it's the question of microevolution versus macroevolution, which yeah. I mean, and I guess that's sort of why there are probably those you know Christians who do believe in it is because the theory yeah. of evolution on its own is really not actually you know fundamentally sound if you really look at it i mean it it involves more faith than i believe than christianity because you have to you have to assume that nothing believe something came from nothing exactly right and so yeah popped up out of nowhere yeah and so i mean if you believe that that is like faith to some degree right so i mean it almost is atheism almost is like i I mean it's sort of like an oxymoron but i mean it sort of is a religion in itself because you are sort of believing this one thing with not a hundred percent, you know, backed evidence. So it's interesting, but well, and the big bang is what well, I'd almost say that'd be exactly how God would do it. You know, like just an explosion of like life and everything is, I feel like that's how I imagine him doing it. So it's like, yeah. I don't even like, I wouldn't even deny like the big bang. Cause I'm like, that could just be how God decided to do it. You know? Yeah. We also don't know how long like days are in like because it says you know on the first day God right. created yeah yeah exactly so like yeah. I mean God yeah, is God is outside Earth time is like six thousand years old and all that stuff I'm like okay yeah, like, guys what are we we're ignoring like all this stuff. All right, yeah okay right. yeah that's I think that's the big I actually made a video about that it was one of my first videos of that distinction you just mentioned with the Big Bang it's mm. like for some reason people get this idea of like even me in eighth grade I remember learning about the Big Bang. 
And I was like, oh, there's, I'm not supposed to listen to this or I'm not supposed to believe this or something. Mm-hmm. But it, literally, science is just observing like how it Yeah, exactly. How it happened. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Because God didn't make it happen that way. We're just yeah. observing how he did it. Mm-hmm. They're two different things. Like, it's cr- yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, plus like, um, I mean, when you, when you really think about it, like humans, like we tend to think of things inside of our own perception because that's all we know. Like all we know is time, mm-hmm. but God is outside of time. So there's really no Definitely. limit to what he can and can't do, which I guess is the whole point, right? I mean, that is, that is God. Um, <laughs> but like, it's interesting because science was, you know, sort of created in a sense to prove religion or to to back religion. Um, yeah. And so people try to use it against it, but I, I really feel like they're, they can go, they go hand in hand a lot of times, especially when you look at like the evidence yeah, you could of almost, like, they could almost prove it too. Mm-hmm. In a way. Especially when you, when you like look at like sort of different things in, in the Bible, like the walls of Jericho, the way they fell and stuff, like how it would be like what we've been able to find because of that mm-hmm. has been like, right. it, I mean, it, it's literally impossible for it, right. that to happen without sort of an external force, like, like a God like figure. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, science helped to prove Christianity, which I find really fascinating, but. I also saw somewhere that I know this is going to sound crazy, but like they found Noah's Ark and stuff. Really? Like pieces of it. And like, cause there's like this like big ship, uh, that was like in like in the sand and like on top of like a hill and like, like water hasn't been there in like forever basically and yeah. it was like kind of the only reason the ship would be there it was like pieces of it and like they I mean how would they yeah. know though like how would they know like cuz i feel like at, after this long like the wood would have, have like eroded no but, I, that's exactly what i thought yeah yeah i guess that's if you were like if you think the earth is 6000 years old then you're like oh this is yeah. This that's just true. happened right. five thousand years. Yeah. But <laughs> How long ago was that? Then Noah's Ark. Did that have any time reference? Man, I think um, it, yeah. it. So, with the disagreements, because there's there's young Earth creationism, there's old Earth creationism. Yeah. So. Well, yes. Yeah. The whole timeline in six thousand yeah, yeah. years. Exactly. And I don't know how so you. The range is like six thousand or like. Four billion. Four billion, yeah, it's four billion. It's how old they were. It's a pretty tight range. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I can give or give or take a few hundred years, you know. Small margin of error. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that's the, the the hardest part, though. With um, I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of skeptics point out about the Bible is they they try to point out these apparent flaws and contradictions. But what they're doing is they're they're trying to make they're trying to say that the Bible is making claims it isn't making, mm. and so I think some that the Kurt Harlow he always says he's like the Bible wasn't meant to be a cookbook. Bible, it does a horrible job at explaining me how to make, and so it's the same thing like oh well, it the Bible doesn't teach me about evolution. Cool. That wasn't the point. Yeah. What, like, what are you? Why are you trying to like read that into something that? Yeah, it's not what you're talking about. But yeah. even with the miracles too. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I, I think when it comes to like sort of a biblical perspective and stuff, uh, there's often like 
misconceptions about it and people will like you know they'll they'll take what they want from it as opposed to like looking at it you know the way it was intended to be perceived or written um yeah. and that can sort of like you know conflate the argument because then it's like you now you're trying to prove something that isn't there like you said but um but yeah i mean it's it's interesting how divisive it can be and one of the things that i really love is like apologetics and i i'm pretty sure you're like really into that too like mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just so interesting is being able to, uh, you know, prove your faith. Cause I, I, you, you do have to like back it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't just be a blind faith. Um, and yeah. so at some point, you know, you really should, you know, look into <laughs> these things cause you know, maybe you don't yeah, really right. believe it. Cause that, that would be a bummer too, is if you believed it and you didn't actually believe it, you just said you believed it. Totally. Yeah. Living a lie for mm-hmm. 20 years and you never asked yourself why you, right. Why uh-huh. you and it's interesting. I, I uh, the blind faith thing. Um, it's like a lot of people think. A lot of Christians. I've seen this with so many Christians. They're just like, no, you're just supposed to accept step out in faith. And that there's there's a couple different kinds of faith. But yeah, you mentioned blind faith. Blind faith is accepting something without any evidence. Mm. And the Bible actually doesn't tell us to do that. Um, the Book of John, at the end of it, John writes, "These things were written so that you may believe." Like, this is documented. Jesus came and, you know, all this ministry happened so that you would believe. Like, this is evidential. It's supposed to try to show you that something significant happened. Um, so the blind faith is like, Christians, we're not called to blind faith. We're not called to just accept things without thinking about them. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to challenge people. Like, oh, even come... And then people, because God loves me? Okay, well... Yeah. I mean, and I guess for me, like the, the, the real kicker that I've sort of found is like, I, I can't, you know, I found, I've seen like so much evidence, like to prove God's existence that it's like too hard for me to not believe it. Um, Mm -hmm. which is like an argument that I don't know if you ever saw, I mean, I'm sure you know about it, but like there were, they made a movie about it, about Lee Strobel sort of like how he, right, yeah. how he found um, God and his whole pursuit was to disprove God, but he couldn't like in, <laughs> right. in his journey. Like he was like there, I can't find anything to disprove God's existence. Um, <laughs> and so I think, you know, especially like just to take an example here is like after, after uh, you know, Jesus was resurrected and stuff. And then you had all these Christians like that were, that were, they were, they were crucified for their beliefs. Like I, so like either all of them were, crazy or they were you know like martyrs or whatever you know but that's Mm -hmm. that's insane like you don't see that like people don't Uh aren't willing to go through something like that to be tortured for something that they didn't really believe in and so it's crazy when you think about that like it makes you wonder like like why would they be willing to die for this so it's it's definitely interesting yeah it's like something happened right yeah exactly i don't know what but yeah yeah so that's super cool. Um, are you taking any like apologetics classes? Not specifically. So I, I'm taking a lot of Bible classes right now, um, mm-hmm. but I do want to get a master's in, I'm not sure in apologetics or philosophy, uh, but either, either one. Yeah. It's definitely the, the thing I'm most passionate about. And even in my, in speaking and preaching, it's something I want to integrate more. And even like, um, I do think that younger people, would be more interested in it if if it was 
brought up more. Like even mm. I remember I'm speaking in fourth and fifth grade. Three kids in different four or five ministries asked me who created God. Wow. And I was like, that's a great question. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're 10 years old. Let's go. Yeah. But generally, they've been told, oh, well, I, don't, I don't really know. No, they don't know how to answer mm-hmm. that. And like, and so they just kind of, I don't really, I'm not questioning church. But, yeah. So, so I love that you love apologetics and you guys have these deep, conversations about us being in simulations it's awesome. <laughs> yeah honestly that's kind of like what inspired this podcast was sort of like us talking about these different things not even necessarily just biblical but like you know other different you know everything pondering different things and so we were just like yeah. we should just start a podcast because why not <laughs> i love it yeah <laughs> yeah um but like it's it's yeah that's really cool like fifth graders like asking those kind of questions yeah. like i would never have asked that um and uh, that's an interesting point. Cause I feel like with the whole, like who created God thing, that's like really tough because again, you know, we're like looking at this from this very like start point, end point, but like God is always, has always been, but that's so weird because I guess for the end point thing, like I can kind of understand that is like, it just keeps going, but I can't wrap my head around not having a starting point because everything has a beginning in my life and you know, it's yeah. just how it works. So I don't know. I'm really interested eventually when I die to figure out those kind of things. Kind of holistic questions q a when i'm in heaven like hey jesus sit down i just let me just ask you questions for like ten thousand years <laughs> 10, <000. laughs> right <laughs> yeah you got a question for the subscriber you've gained in your lifetime that's, that's what he'll say <laughs> bro okay i'm getting 100k then year from now <laughs> that's the motivation i need yeah there you go <laughs> yeah i mean and that really like just those type of things i wish that we could understand right now but we can't because yeah what would be like the number one question you guys have left right now? What would you, what would you guys say? Oh man. Uh, honestly, it, it sounds kind of like weird, but like, just like, just why, like why all this, you know, like just why, like everything. Bro, that's not fair. Like, that's a bunch of questions. Satan. <laughs> well, I know, but that's the kind of the point, I think. Why? Just, like why? Just why? why did, yeah. Why, like why did he create? why anything like yeah and like why to create like decide to create like humans like with like i guess you said the whole free will thing but like with their own thought you know and like their their own person right right. because he i mean he could create anything he wants so he's like oh i'm gonna create these like beings that have their own you know thought in mind right and i'm like gonna create evil too and everything and like Mm -hmm. the light the dark like totally yeah that yeah. just it just that's just weird to me, you know, because I mean, because if you're given a you know a pencil to draw whatever you want, like that's just what he decided to draw. That is crazy, yeah. From from nothing, like what? Mm-hmm. Why this? That's cool. I think for me, probably like the the biggest question I would ask is like, I guess this is sort of what Chase was just saying, but but why why create humans? And I know that the answer is you know God wants fellowship with us and stuff. But like, why? Because he doesn't need it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess the whole thing is, I guess you can you can sort of answer it after we're created because after there is sin and after there are humans, you know, God wants mm-hmm. as many of us to be with him as possible. But before yeah. that, like, why even go through totally. the whole process, you know? There. You know, so. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, about, what about you? 
that is my my favorite question is is to ask why why did God create? Because some people will say the big is there why is there suffering? Um, and, it's, and it's hard because that's like a really emotional question. But yeah, even like you said, I love the way you put it. Actually, like before there was even this wager in general. Why? Why does there have to be a thing at all? Why yeah, like why was like the, what? that your idea? You know, like I'm gonna create these these like, beings, but they're mine, and there's gonna be like good, evil, and mm-hmm. all yeah. that. You know, like whoa, yeah. Mm-hmm. It still it still feels like a simulation of some sort. It still feels like no, a, exactly, definitely, yeah. yeah. Like Set up, yeah. I mean, but it, I'm actually writing a paper. I'm writing a 15 page essay on this question. So I love. Oh. You guys are giving me ammo right now. You're giving that's me, awesome. Give me thoughts, but you'll have to send it to us when you finish. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you really look at it, like technically, humanity is a simulation because it was all just. I mean, I mean, not to dumb it down in that way, but, uh, <laughs> but you know but that it yeah. was you yeah. know it was yeah. it's 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 sort of you know created and, and manufactured in a, in a certain way but it's all for this a, also makes me think too like we could just be like our own like reality is like a box he has on a shelf you know of one of his like many things he's created like oh, cool. oh here's this whole you know idea of everything we know and that's just like what are my you know plans or inventions <laughs> or whatever you could say and he just has all these different like you know worlds or whatever running around like yeah yeah there yeah there could be a ton of could be a ton of other universes and we could yeah, we're we're in. It goes back. There's actually a lot of. It goes back to a lot of, just God's nature in general, because like like you guys both said. First of all, he 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 wasn't like lonely, right? He's he's yeah relational in himself, and then also he doesn't have any needs. He doesn't mm. need anything, uh-huh. so it seems that he would want something, and so like dang, are we that? Are we that awesome? Like you. Yeah. I look around at us. I'm like, I don't know if we could have. You could have made us with like cool <laughs> aliens. I don't know, skin scales or something. But yeah, yeah, I'll take some like fish fins or something. I'd be Dude, that'd be cool. That'd be, but. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because like, yeah, I mean I guess if God really like, he because you're right, he doesn't need anything. But that all goes back to like he's an all loving God. So it's like he wanted to have. The companionship but there again like he had angels so like right yeah it's interesting but i guess i guess we'll know one day <laughs> this is kind of funny too because it's like speaking of the whole like box on the shelf thing i'm like what if he's just like some terrible you know person and he's trying to all portray himself as you know some savior and everything and it's all just a trap you know <laughs> that's a dude, that's a good question i have actually is like how do we know God isn't? Yeah, because like he could just you know be portraying himself as our savior, you know, and Shoot. everything, and like we're just like it's another box on the shelf, dude. He's just toying with us and everything. Dude, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, just has this crazy image of this evil genius. Yeah, just some <laughs> evil, yeah, genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if what if what if it's flipped? What if what if Satan is really who claims to be God, and God is like being like, hey, no, no, no. Like I'm, I know what's up, but then again, I don't think that's right. Cause, cause I mean, if you look at like temptation and stuff, it's not like a, a God wouldn't do that. I'm off the table. I'm... Nah, nah, yeah. We're, we're keeping all the cards on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. 
Um, I think well, it'd be like you like you uh, you tap twice or something, like a little screen pops up and it brings you to the start <laughs> of the game or something like that. <laughs> Bro, I think about that all the time, like a video game. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm looking this way, I feel like it's like buffering over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to like try to look at it. You just got to unplug the like imaginary it. cord. Yeah. Totally. totally. I trip over it. I'm like, what? Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> like, well done. Haven't loaded this part of the map yet. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That loading screen. Yeah. It's like it's like this is locked until level three. It's like, oh darn. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this hilarious thing on Instagram. I'm pretty sure I sent it to Ethan. I was like, when um like the 2020 comes an end and all you see like this and like in the screen is uh like game over or something like that. It's like in yeah. the sky, you know, like after 2020. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, no. It was uh it was yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> it shows all the it shows all the uh the fallen. Yeah, I was like next oh, yeah. level. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's what it, Chase. I think that the post you sent was like, uh, it was like you've reached the end of the tutorial or something like that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah. If this is my free trial, I don't want to purchase the full version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what the tutorial is. <laughs> oh gosh. Man. For sure. Well, uh, Dax, thanks for coming on the show today. Of course, I had a I had a blast, dude. Thank this was really for, good. Yeah, this is really good. I love awesome. it. Got super deep and philosophical at the end there. Mm, yeah, topic, yeah, so. for sure. It's good <laughs> stuff. I feel like we just got a part of Elon Musk that uh, not many others have him have unlocked yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's he's out. He's listening to this. I don't know how. He definitely is. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, probably on another planet. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's on. He's already on Mars. That's that's. That's true. Already done, done. Yeah. So, uh, Dax, where can, where can people find you? Out on the interwebs? Yeah, shout it, shout it all out. Everything. TikTok. <laughs> you start. Dude. I don't have a TikTok, so Thank someone God. can make that for me. Start making <laughs> stuff. But follow me on Instagram at DaxSalicious. That gives me that, but I'm trying to get that started. Then from there, go to YouTube. YouTube is, is, uh, is the number one place. Just go there. Here's some crazy thoughts. Have some awesome conversations with me. Just at Dax Vanderwalk. That's it. Mm. Maybe I need a more exciting name for that. But just, just the Dax, the savior of YouTube, of Vanderwall. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Or uh, or just Dax thoughts. It could just be Dax thoughts. That'd be hey, good. Dax. Random. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Um, yeah. Everyone, go subscribe. Go run yeah. up the numbers for him. D- yeah. Seriously, go subscribe. His YouTube channel is like really cool. So even if you're not. Uh, a Christian, I think you'll still get something out of it. So you should definitely go subscribe. We'll leave all those links in the show notes. Um, oh, also, we I wanted to link your grandma's um, GoFundMe. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. still up? Uh, it's not up anymore, no. But yeah. I, I appreciate the, the thought, though, yeah. And she's doing um, doing pretty well. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good update. But That's good. Yeah, thanks for that out there. She's doing well. But Glad to hear you guys. it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and don't forget, this episode is brought to you by Coast Brand Apparel. Uh, so head over to their website. We'll leave the link in the show notes below. Um, get yourself some something cool to wear uh, for this holiday season. Good Christmas gifts. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening to the Think Tank. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram using a link in the show notes. Our intro and outro music is recorded by Corbin Finn. See you next time.